Welcome back to the Weekend Warrior Show Recap Podcast. I'm Tyler from the Unemployed Architects. I'm here today with my good friend, Donald Sartoris from the Heroic Charade. Hello! Call it coming all the way from Colorado. Colorado. Just to do this podcast, right? You That's came... right. Mile High City itself. Right, but you came to Illinois just Just to... for this podcast, right. yes. You're, you're leaving yes. right after. At 100%. Not doing anything else like birthday parties or family. Right. Just it's, the podcast. It's not just a coincidence. It's They're going to be really mad when or if they hear this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, I was going to ask you right off the bat just like uh, how, how you're doing with the quarantine stuff and how, uh, how that's, that's help, hurting, helping anything. Well, it's, uh, it, it's helped uh, making music, which is kind of nice. Like I've got some really good you know, songs refined out of it. So it, you've been, uh, been writing a lot. Yes, a lot more writing. And then uh, Ross has also been helping me out with some, some more of the writing like we used to when uh, our schedules weren't so sporadic and now that they're not. Uh, but what what's sucks is uh, I've, I've gained a belly. <laughs> well, I have, was, we all we all have well, a, like, a little bit extra. I surprised my uh, my folks in Florida about a week or so ago, and that was the first thing my mom said. That's was, the oh, worst. You, you got it's, a belly, don't you? It's ya? the worst. It yeah. just sucks the life out of you a little bit. when. That's good. She notices the right things, you know. She she's saying it probably with love. But Absolutely. She just wants you not. to... I'm also out of surprise, like yeah, belly. Yeah. Because uh, I've always been the little kid, so. Well, and then it usually makes when when my mom would do that, I would look down and be like, oh yeah. Oh, I I had already noticed. <laughs> I went to a beach party the day before, and Ooh. like it was, it just I kind of had there. to own it at that point. It's there. <laughs> Alright, so I've been writing with Ross a lot. Some of those old songs, the ones that you used to write with Ross, some of my favorite tunes ever. Not that I don't like the individual stuff that you guys write, but some of those old old classics, we like uh, Serenades, that yes. was one of my favorites, and uh, Fun and Games, and... Um, What's the other one I like? The whole world versus you. Whole world versus you. That's a really good uh, Ross we, heavy song. I can never that remember one. the name of that one for yeah, some we, reason. We always, we thought that it'd be a good idea to be clever about names, and now people just can't remember what they are. So <laughs> it was what's it in was a, a mistake. What's in a name anyway? You know. Um, so I I was gonna say the 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 live streams that you guys have been doing have been like super entertaining, and uh, I like that you guys did different sets and yeah uh, uh they and he's kind of like well yeah let's try it once see how it happens and apparently people wanted to see us so excuse well, me we ended up wanting to do another one it's really smart to spread them out kind of how i know that that's not even like necessarily intentional but no it's because we're lazy yeah, that's <laughs> kind of what 100%. i was implying but i wasn't trying to be too mean about it but um, um but i think that works to your advantage in that fashion because when you guys do do it, it's such a like it's a, it's an event. I like usually mark it down and like yeah yeah it works it. out that way and we we roll with it. But yeah, no, and it gives you time to learn some new stuff. Yeah, like, which we really up. should use for that. <laughs> right. Um, I was gonna say the last one you did, you did a couple Tyler Childers songs. Mm. I I was. I've I've been diving more and more into him since then, but even before then, a little bit I was digging it and. Uh, the one you did, Lady May. Lady and May, and uh, nose to the grindstone right. was the other one, and, and that—that's like his like breakout hit. I feel like was nose to the grindstone, and I really liked how when you you did it, that Lady May is kind of a little bit softer timbre uh-huh. in a vo- vocal, and Ross just—I mean, T- Tyler Childers has a harsher voice for sure, yeah, but that is definitely on his softer side, definitely, and so it fit Ross's voice very nicely, and that nose to the grindstone. It much harsher, much more uh, gritty, and it really just fit your voice. Right, and we, it wasn't even really planned. He said he wanted to do one, and I just wanted to do one better. So I chose a different one. <laughs> right, right. Well, it, they neither were better. They right, were no, just you're different. right. I'm, I'm a little bit more partial to Lady May. Just it's such a good song. Song, yeah. song wise, I mean, I don't dislike the other one. It's just kind of dark and gritty it's, it's more fun to sing the other one but I, lyrically and sweet the uh, lady may's got some really good all of the songs have some really neat lyrics yeah to I, I was uh, listening to one recently it was called uh, followed you to virgie oh it's a good song and then he tell he told the story about like his grandma yeah yeah or yeah not his grandma his buddy's grandma and going to like they used to just always jam at um their uh their buddy's house and the grandma would always sit around and listen and then she died and then he like was going back to right. the funeral. Well, and then all, all of, I mean, he's uh, 
he's a country musician, but he's a storyteller with all of his stuff, which is what's kind of yeah. Neat. Or like at least he like generates like, some good imagery in all of his songs. Well, I feel like as a lyricist, he's very good in that genre. There's a lot of country artists that just I feel like don't even try to make you know very up awesome. till him. I didn't know there was some that did it well. <laughs> there, there's a few. <laughs> I'm sure Stapleton killed. Yeah, it, yeah, I know. And his vocal is like an '80s yeah, hair, hair metal. He's singer. really good. Um, who else is there? Jason Isbell. I don't know if you know any of his stuff. Uh, Sturgill Simpson, which he, he is more of a choir taste vocally, but his lyrics and stuff are interesting. Covers some interesting. He's been experimenting with some cool stuff uh, lately too. He did like uh, an album that was all set anime. to like anime, yeah, yeah, yeah anime yeah. thing. Which hooray. So, that yeah, I, I did a couple anime videos. Did you really? Yeah. I haven't seen them. Oh, you might like. You them. should. You should shout out some of those links, Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> They're just on uh, the Unaput Architects YouTube page. You can find them very easily. Evelyn would be one of the songs and uh, the newer acoustic version of Firebound. But oh, that's cool. if you listen to this podcast, you've heard me say that way too many times. But, um, you know, that's the three people. So. Sure, yeah, right. <laughs> anyway, uh, so uh, we were talking about the Follow You to Virgie and how you know, that whole song is about how they used to jam in high school. So that brings me back to... Nicely done, Ty. <laughs> here I'll... we go. Yeah. We're cooking with grease here. I was trying to trying to tie something together. But um, anyway, uh, so in high school, you and Ross specifically, I remember doing the Madrigals. You guys... Ross was in my band for... I mean, I was in his band for a while, and then we kind of switched roles there for a little bit. But I mean... We, we played together for all of high school, and I actually started with him at our youth band in middle school. Which I did is... not know that. I knew he played with you in the Amplified so, Architect. This is the weird thing. Listen to this. So who's in that band? I was just talking to Big D on the last one we did. Blair Steffens, lead band leader. Me on acoustic guitar. Kevin Lyons on bass. <laughs> and then Ross Graves. Okay. That's how we all learned how to do a band, play in a band together. Oh. It's, it's crazy. I like it. And we just continue. I mean, Blair and Kevin didn't play, like, we didn't play together at all in high school. And then it was like, you know, Kev was always one of my good friends, but right out of, uh, right when we started college, that's when we really started playing together. And it was just funny to, like, think back to all those times in the Methodist sanctuary. Well, the, the first time that Ross and I tried to play a song, uh, he was the only one that knew how to play guitar at the time right, because right. of those things. And we tried to learn uh, Friendship is Rare by Tenacious D. And we, we did learn it and it sounded I pretty... I remember we, that. Yeah, yeah, we just did it up in like uh, the back room of his okay. mom's place. Oh, man, love. I'm going to take the Ross Graves back a little further. <laughs> right. First song I ever wrote was with Ross Graves. We wrote two songs in a band that we called Where Are Tyler's Shoes. <laughs> and we literally had the old gooseneck like microphone that you just plug directly into like a desktop yeah super you know crappy and uh just played them played them live recorded them and we thought we were just like so good what were the songs what um, would we know them if the, we're one of them, fans one of them you might but the first one we did was called depends on what you make it and okay. it was uh not 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 a breakout hit <laughs> <laughs> now the second the one the title's solid it sounds like right. a good title there was, there was a th there was a part in the song where i would say depends on what you make it so, you know, it was a good classic tune. So and you guys then, just heard someone whisper in a song, you're like, that, that's no, what we're doing. No, the real the real reason was I probably wanted to be a part of the singing part, but could not sing yet. So I just, rather than sing bad notes, I was just like, depends on how you make it. See, yep. I can do that. There yeah, you go. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the second song was called Sunshine, which you may have heard that one, but... It would have been years and years and years ago. I actually just found all these songs not that long ago, and I sent them to Ross. I was like, you Is know, you really? sometimes I forget. Sometimes I forget that the first time I ever wrote songs was with Ross Graves. Are you planning on being like, you know, George Lucas, Star Wars remastered with uh, these, these old songs? I, I don't think you can do it. I really <laughs> don't think you can do it. But we did think we were very cool. And then we played Beans and Inter Intergalactic Warriors. Oh, that's right. And, uh, I remember that man, Beans. Right, and he just was—he's. I think I talked about this with D a little bit. He's just was such a good singer compared to everybody. And then when I started singing, I was like, "Yeah, I'll just be the singer to the, my own band." And I had like the best singer in our one of the best singers in our high school 
just playing bass. <laughs> and I was just singing terribly and just ha- having having him just take a backseat, which I think he probably was like, oh, I don't have to be the front man. That's kind of nice. He liked that for the longest time. Right. Even when him and I first started singing, it was almost like pulling teeth to get right. him to like come out and do lead or like sing more of the harmonies, which now he's like, it's second nature. It's what he, what he loves doing now, right. which I, I mean, really like seeing. I never, I never would have even, I mean, he, I've always deemed him as like one of the best singers. Oh, you and I school. both, you yeah. and I both, man. I'm a huge but fan of his voice. Not to take away from you know your voice as well. I mean, I've I've uh, said on several Boy, occasions you, that uh, you have a very very strong, like good, and your pitch is always just dead on. Correct. And <laughs> I like the confidence. <laughs> I don't have that. No. I'm, uh, envious of that. But um, anyway, uh, yeah. So I, it, you two together was 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 really really cool. Well, you yeah, started we, we playing. Sung, we sung in all the uh, choir and madrigals Madrigal, together, which yeah. really helped our ability to blend our voices together. I remember in high school going to one of those events and seeing you guys sing together. I was like, oh yeah, they're like really good. Like, <laughs> and that was when I just started singing. And like I didn't even realize how bad I was at that point. And maybe when I saw you guys, I was like. Oh, that's different. Well, I suppose proving to you how, how good or bad you are was never the goal, Tyler. Disagree. It's it was, all, it was all a about for- me. fortunate byproduct, but never the goal. <laughs> um, but uh, so then I remember this time uh, shortly after graduating high school that I, I lived with Big D and you had just gotten a guitar and you were tuning it kind of in open tuning to play a couple songs and because I only know like the two at the time it was uh Dallas Green right? yeah Dallas yeah. Green uh what was the song called what it was, was it? Happiness by the Kilowatt was one but no it was the Coming Home maybe no it was uh, oh what were those songs yeah maybe it's just I'll see you again is what it's called a long time from now. I thought the title would come up. Yeah, no, it doesn't. It doesn't. Uh, I keep wanting to say a place. Anyway, I don't know why I'm hung up on this. And I do have a cell phone, so I could secretly be right, right, answering any question that I ever had. Then I'd have to carry on the conversation, right, Tyler. And that was part of my contract that I wouldn't have to do that coming yeah. on your show. Yeah, I thought you wanted to do the whole thing by yourself. Well, I mean, you wouldn't let me do that, so. Dallas Creed. <laughs> Dallas Creed. Well, I did that. I did Happiness by the Kilowatt because uh, it was just two chords back and forth. And that was like a darker song, right? Well, yeah. I mean, I as long as it was only two chords where I could keep one finger on the same string the whole time. <laughs> right. Well, Then it, I could do it. And then I remember giving you like, um, Hello, I'm in Delaware. Hello, I'm in Delaware. That's, That's it. a great song. That was a good song. It's a great song when you did it, but you got me like listening to that song all the time. Well, like, I, I still cover a couple of songs that you showed me at the time. Well, I just uh, remember giving you like a like a hard drive or something, or like a bunch of CDs I burnt for you. Yeah, you were driving out to California, like yes, that yes. next week or something, which is crazy <laughs> to think about. Straight through, nineteen <laughs> years old. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> and so you went out to California, and uh, you. I mean, did you? start playing a good amount out there or? yeah uh i mean I, well first i don't want to get too far off of it i still uh listen and play the couple of julia nunez songs yeah, that, I, that yeah. I was shown by you regrets regrets was, and into the sunshine uh, another good one yeah. and ross is a big fan of it now too like he loves he's got like voice. her tracks on the spotify now that he listens to right. her her voice and his voice have a similar vibe yeah. in general but. she's also how i heard the you know got really into the different Songs by Say Anything that right. I covered. Whoa, Whoa Walk Through Hell. Uh, well, I, I haven't heard you guys do Walk Through Hell. Long time, long, long time. time. Missed that tune. Our friend Amber really likes it, so usually we play it at her request when she's around. Right, right, right. She's a big fan. <laughs> that guy from Say Anything, he's good and everything, but the way I, he like gets his tongue <laughs> well, out. the word, he chews through every word yeah, that very he very enunciated <laughs> and sticks his tongue out. Musician impressions with Ty and Dime. Here we go. He's great. I'm still, he really I'm, is. Marvelous Amazing songwriter. songwriter. And I still I still listen to him to this day, but he has Likewise. a very specific sound. Yeah, I, I still even find more songs in like his, you know, uh, album catalog that well, I didn't know before. Yeah, I, mean, I still find more songs that like he that's been out for years that I didn't know that I like. Right. But um, yeah, I remember I remember you guys doing Walk Through Hell for sure. And uh so then you went out to California. I just was going to say cuz you came back a few times and you came to our place and I remember like 
you actually like playing guitar because before you had just got the guitar and you could play an open tuning kind of yeah and then when you got back it seemed like you took like some real leaps and bounds well i just uh i i like i i found upon uh, a chord book and i would just I, I would find two that i could do and i would just spend an hour going back and forth back and forth then I do another one. I do that one to the first chord. That one to the second. I would just right. keep, and then that's just how I gain muscle memory over different songs. But and I mean, then, I just feel I, I do feel like you improved like a lot on guitar very quickly. I mean, you've always been musical, so I think that probably helped you out. Oh yeah, the but, a, lot, a lot of things that like uh, like strum pattern just because right. of like the natural rhythm kind of, of other it. music that came very easily to me. Uh, and then also like uh, like even though I didn't have the ability to do any of it, whenever I'd play guitar from you or sing for you, would you would show me a little something, I you know, store it away. Like I can't do this now. I'm not going to learn it while I'm not good at it in front of someone else. Right. But I'm gonna you know I'd figure out a couple things that way, like uh, like the shape that some chords should be. Like you showed me I was playing C, a G, not the way people usually do, and then right. it was fine. But you were like, here's how. They usually go back and forth. And just being aware of that stuff as a guitar player when you're trying to learn the song and you watch somebody do it, I feel like even if you're doing the chord wrong, like when you're playing it live, as long as when you're trying to learn it, it makes things easier if you just know like the traditional way a lot of it. Right, goes. right. But um, anyway, that's boring guitar stuff. So, so uh, and then you moved in with me for a little bit. That was crazy. Yeah, um, me and all the aforementioned people, yeah. except for Ross, all lived in that house. <laughs> yeah. So so nuts. Uh, I, and I just had Big D on. He lived with me the longest. And then you were there. We were all there the, together. Towards the, the, the end of my reign over at 808. And uh, we were doing shows, like, all the time then, yeah. too. Yeah, uh, and when Ross was in town from, I think he was in... Uh, at U of I around that time. Right, right, So he'd right. come up and do shows with us when he could. And you went down there a few times. Eventually, yeah. after you lived with me, you moved down there, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, I did we, I did some shows with you. I think the Canopy Club is the main one. Yeah, yeah. I remember that Some of the best where, the best ones we did down in Champagne were at Canopy Club. Canopy Club used to be so cool. And then I, like, I, put, I went there once. I haven't been. I mean, it just... Is it the same? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it looks the same, but... There, there wasn't like anybody there. I mean, we're also like almost ten years older than we were. I know. So like, it probably is probably not marketed to us I, anymore. Well, I'm just saying, I did a show with like some champagne local people down there, and I expected them to bring the the people and not so much. It's one of those shows. Oh man, <laughs> and I was just surprised because I like. Probably five years prior to that, we had we we had played there on like a week, like a Tuesday, Monday or Tuesday night in that front room as a full band, you know, D, Blair, me, and Kev, and there was like, of course, that was when all our friends were in college down there. Sure, so, I mean, all of them came. Plus, it was there was like a four band bill, and every one of those groups had, you know, that many people. I like that front room there. That's that's yeah. where I'd prefer to play because I I would I would <laughs> really like to get in that big room sometime. <laughs> I'd like to do mic checks in that big room. That's too many people for me. Well, it doesn't. There doesn't have to be a lot of people. Well, that's true. I saw Lucas Nelson that, there. That might be even worse if there's not a lot of people in the big room. Well, that's what I was about to say. So I saw Lucas Nelson there and uh, Willie Nelson's son, and like maybe I mean at the beginning it seemed like there was probably over a hundred people, but by the time he was playing, I mean we were right up front. There was probably fifty total people there. And he played like it was a assembly hall full of oh yeah people like that'd arena. probably be a good like sense of musicianship and showmanship that would have been good to see. Uh, it was crazy. It was so good, and he was just so ha like that's something that like you you just can't force yourself to replicate no matter how much you want to. But uh, watching him play, he just looks like he's the happiest to be there. And it just... I'm miserable every time I'm on stage, so... Yeah, I could not replicate. I, I, ha I have problems with that as well, <laughs> which most people are pretty aware of. I don't, I don't really hide it very good. But, um, anyway, he was... It was... It just... It, it was... It didn't matter. It just didn't right. matter to him. He, that would be really cool to see. It was, and he... I mean, I know that the Nelsons like their... Um, marijuana. I don't so. think that's how it's pronounced, by the way. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's it. Um... But I, I think mean, it's called doing pots. <laughs> get but, your vernacular. Uh, maybe maybe that's the secret. Mm -hmm. But he just uh, his guitar tone is like for electric guitar. And I mean I'm not a big I play I play mostly acoustic. But 
the more I teach, the more I play electric guitar, and his guitar tone is like vintage, one of my favorite vintage tones that there is. Like, he, it just always sounds so good, and then he just shreds. And he's a great vocalist and a good songwriter. So does, does his voice sound better than his father's? It sounds almost the same, but it's yeah. just like a different genre of music. Because I've never heard uh, heard his songs, well, so I don't know what he sounds like. I know what we're doing after this. All we're right. hearing Very a song good. called Set Me Down on a Cloud. It's my favorite, so check that out. Lucas Nelson, Set Me Down on a Cloud. It's Luke and, Lucas Nelson and The Promise of the Real. There's two versions of it. You want to get The Promise of the Real one. The other one's like an old EP. He's, he's got to promote him ten times before he gets to open for him again. So he's <laughs> right, trying, right. To, <laughs> trying to hit I definitely did. Wasn't, I wish I opened for him. That would have been amazing. But um, anyway, that was a great show. I saw Young the Giant in that room. Complete oh, really? opposite. Packed to the Well, yeah, they brim. blew up. Well, it was, they had a show that can't, got canceled. And then uh, they like just set a new date for everybody that got tickets. Within that time, it was like a year period... They just got huge. So not only did they, you know, have a bunch of people that had already bought tickets to their first performance, they had everybody else that could have possibly bought tickets on top of it. Well, even even that big room in there is not that big. Right, it's right, not right. a huge for venue. me playing there. It would sure, be big. sure, you and I both. But for uh, yeah, yeah, it's not an arena or anything. Uh-huh. But it, it was it was absolutely his vocals are. Smear guy here. Yeah, yeah, I don't know his name. I think, but that, I think that's how you that say his name. That sounds right. I mean, <laughs> I've seen it written a bunch of times. Right, right. But uh, yeah, gorgeous, gorgeous tone. That's why, I mean, Ross and I do a couple of their things as well. And I always am a big fan of that. I that, mean, just because we're, we're such fans of his voice, like, all right, let's 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 try. But the the harmonies you guys do for, like, I Got, oh, man, that's so good. And they, if you watch, if you... Tell, tell, what, what else, what else, Ty? <laughs> I mean, it's like eating a good sandwich. Oh, that's so good. Or, you know, Texas tea. Oh, man. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> they have a bunch of uh, stuff, like, on YouTube of them playing as a full band, but it's, like, totally broken down. They're called, like, takeaway shows. Yeah, they have a lot of good ones of those. They, I think I think there was a t- time period where they were doing them once a week, and they have a bunch of just really very cool locations. Yeah. But he's singing completely acoustic, unplugged, unprocessed. And his voice still just sounds time. as smooth as a glass. It's really, really good. <laughs> it's like unreal how good it sounds. Um, and that first album, the uh, I think was it just called? I think it might have been Young the Giant. Yeah, I'm not sure. Self-titled, but so, but yeah, I, I remember the artwork. Uh, so. We used to play Duran's or Grands. Grands. Uh, cough syrup was popular. I know Blair did uh, My Body, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is that one? Ross and I did Strings off of that album. Oh, that's a good tune. And I think our buddy Jay used to do Apartments. Yep. Yes. Wow. Something. Boom. Got yeah. it. We all liked Young the Giant. Yeah. What can, I, what can I say? But if you listen to that, uh, that their first album, it's just like hard not to. It's like from track one to the end, I mean, there might be two songs I hit the skip on. Yeah. And After having already heard them, and though I think the only ones I ever skipped were the cough syrup and my body, just because I would heard he- them I heard much. them all the time on the radio and prior to yeah. yeah. I, can, I really can't. I was obsessed with cough syrup for like when I first heard it on the Giant. Right. Well, that was the but, first one I learned. So like when I had the album and hearing it on the radio, right. just over and over and over again. So that one got worn out first. Very but I, I, it was a good tune. But uh, so, and then so we we. I was gonna I was gonna talk about uh, uh, just playing general shows with you for I mean how many years did we do that It was probably three and four? counting Yeah, I mean, <laughs> we, might, we might do one Saturday as well. Yeah, yeah. Like. Um, uh, when like when I was living with you, yeah, probably like yeah, three four years. I mean, because we, we did it a little before and a little after too. Because was that that was after my first trip to California? I think mm-hmm. I, I I went to uh, Orange County. Uh, for a small stint after that as well, uh, and then came back again, and now in Colorado. Right, and then we were we were doing. I remember I had a little bit of a residency at Drifters for a while, yep. and you would come and do that, and then it flip flopped at some point. I had my my weekly shows there, <laughs> and then or my 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 weekly drinking hours there. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so we played at Drifters all the time, and there, there was a couple other little. Where else did we play? Like did a couple at the loft. Blue line. We had we had, we had a good run. Because um, I was doing weekly shows there for a long time. I, sometimes I'd be doing two nights a week. It'd be like Wednesday night, just my show, and then Thursday I'd do like an open mic. So you would come out. To, I think both of those at different times. Yes. 
And then, like, when Ross could make it, we'd schedule one for that as well. And I think a couple of times, whether it was with you and then because of that other show separate, but when Coconut Louie's was still a thing, oh, yeah. go out there and do those. Yep. Coconut Louie's, that brings me back. That's, like, very, very beginning of... Because before that, that's the, like, one... Before that, there was only one other bar I could play at that because uh, I was too young to play at. Coconut Louis was um, when I was 21. I'd been waiting to go to their open mics and stuff. But before that, it was just in the Ultra Lounge. Did you do any uh-uh, of those? Never did those. No, way too cool. <laughs> Firehouse Pizza. I did Firehouse with okay. you. Yeah, okay, Firehouse too. Yeah. used to be in the Ultra Lounge. So oh, okay, same place. okay. So that's where I, I thought I had a memory. I knew I was waiting for, for some place to get cooler, and that must have been that one eventually. Yeah. Went. And then it was or like, they were waiting for me to get cooler. It didn't happen. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so, I mean, we, we, we played shows together forever. You've always sang a few tunes with me, and I played guitar in a couple of your tunes, Monotone Disaster, and Dr- why do I always want to call it Durant's? Uh, because it's, it's, it's a word. GE. It's a GE, so it makes you want to say Gerands. <laughs> yeah, but it's Gerands, I think. Or maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I don't know. I've never heard anybody say it. Yeah, I know. And what does it mean? Is it a real word? <sighs> Putting you on the spot. Next Answer question. <laughs> There's no, co- no comment. No comment. <laughs> All right. So, and then, so you moved out to Colorado after that. Yes. And uh, I, the first year, did we connect at all when I was out there? I don't think we did. Uh, no, I was I was trying to forget the people less cooler than me in my life. <laughs> Deleted you from my phone. Yeah, uh, like, like you had a phone. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, like you were organized and right. saved my number to begin with. Right. Um, but uh, anyway, and then the second year we did... We did one show together, right? It was just the one. Was that the one at uh, at the place called your, your mom's, mom's house? house? Yeah, and it was a Monday night show because it was Labor Day. I think so. Yeah. So that that was, I don't know. That was a weird. That was the end of our tour. That we was were, a lot of fun for us though, because like we were excited to see you. We wanted people that liked us to see you. It gave us an excuse to like go on to an actual like show setting again. Yeah. And we had to see a lot of people from had, back home that had, went to see your show. Had you and Ross been playing a lot at that point? Oh. Um, Before that, I mean. Not for like any other reason than but to like pick up girls at parties. <laughs> like that, that was, it didn't work. Uh, but that's why we would do it. Uh, but yeah, no, nothing, nothing more than that. I think we maybe, um, through uh, our friend Pinner, a couple other guys, maybe we did like uh, a show up in Georgetown uh, and a couple other like small spots, but like nothing really. More Georgetown. Just... I've stayed in Georgetown because CJ Davis. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Who also has... came to that show at your mom's right. house. Uh, and his mom, all case. They're great, great, great. Yeah, Nancy. Friends and fans to have. So, side note to that, uh, the year that we played at your mom's house, I went to a Jason Mraz concert at Red Rocks. Nancy, Nancy yeah, yep. she CJ. loves Jason Mraz. <laughs> so do I. For that, you for do a, you did a lot of Jason Mraz. Yes, a couple of them is still stuck around, and, and actually a couple new ones of his that I do now that I always wish I could pull off. You know, I was pretty surprised at that show of how much it kind of reminded me of a boy band, a little bit there was, of what Ross and I. No, no, oh, I'm saying Jason, oh, Jason Mraz. Mraz. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there was a lot of dan- more dancing than I expected. You like? <laughs> I'm not surprised. Uh, for, like he does. Like, his shows look so different right. than other things. Almost either, like... Well, it's like sections. Like, he does a section... He did... Because the conga player was there for the first time that he played with them for... Yeah. Like years and years and the and last years. show that... One of the... When they were still doing shows together, it was very, like, intimate. Just them two right. on a room on a stage. But, yeah, he does a lot of different... So, I, I haven't seen the boy band stuff, but I'm not surprised. Right. At and all. he has, I mean, he has a good enough voice to get away with it. But, Definitely. He's um, got a great voice. I, I mean, I... I'm not the big, I'm not I'm no Donnie Sartoris style Jason Mraz fan. I I, I I liked him a lot in the very beginning when he was, you know, just more acoustic, but some of his songs that first album again, the, the freshman album was super good. There was like there's probably only three or four I really liked on it, but those songs were like really right. good. I'm still trying to gauge how much of an insult was Donnie Sartoris caliber Jason Mraz fan. <laughs> I mean, you're, you're, a, you're a big Jason Mraz fan. Or yeah. He, he was like a big influence on you, I think. He was, absolutely, absolutely. And I mean, it's not a bad, not a bad person to be influenced by. I mean, no, no, vocally especially. Vocals are dead on almost all the time. I actually have a DVD 
of, uh, it's uh, called The Gorge. It's a Dave Matthews Band DVD. And this is the one that was always playing downstairs at the place <laughs> that we were living that at? Big D was just constantly putting, you probably. I mean, he would always put it on, Kevin would put it on, Don't, I'm I pretty sure I you did too. I don't think Kevin would have put put a DVD of that on downstairs. No, maybe he would just sit down and be like, hey, Don, it's pretty good. <laughs> but, uh, D, D had a very bad habit of playing a DVD like that over and over and over again. Or just the title screen of it, <laughs> of where it would just start, and then it would say it has like a a lot of music DVDs have like an opening riff, like yeah. for that menu screen. Or would he just forget it, or would he just really like the riff? That Both was things. On? <laughs> Both things, and he would use it to write sometimes. He said, oh. so he would like because you know there weren't vocals or anything. It's just like right. a little bit of music, so he would like try to jot down some notes or um, you know work on other songs, kind of use that as his like. Uh, metric or something but um, i can see that anyway the point of me bringing up that dave matthews the gorge dvd is there's a excerpt in the middle where um dave goes he's like there's a young kid out front playing um some songs so naturally i went out there and i stole his guitar and the kid ah somebody's getting wild out there excuse me (laughs) open the window (laughs) so in this dvd He's like, so naturally I went out there and I stole his guitar and it happens to be Jason Mraz playing the beginning, like where all the tailgating and stuff is. They're just up on like a tailgate playing a full set. There's like a full setup with him and the conga player That's and cool he, he uh, he's in that DVD for a few minutes. That's like, awesome. It, it was a, you know, crazy surprise that he ended up and got like very famous. So, yeah. Because I think when that was shot, it wasn't the case. He was just... He was equivalent to, like, me or you, you know, and you especially. You guys can't see it. I'm patting Tyler on the back for that one. (laughs) But, um, you know, it was like a, it was kind of a crappy sound setup and, like, I don't know, it it didn't sound, like, super professional, but it was just kind of a cool little side note, and they included it in a crazy DVD, maybe partially responsible for him blowing up a little bit. Maybe. Let's speculate on more things. Let's just... Say what yes, what else was. could have happened? <laughs> maybe that's maybe he <laughs> took him backstage, and maybe after that they went on tour together. I hear that's also where he lost his virginity. <laughs> Did he catch something from it? I don't know. We're just asking questions. Yeah, <laughs> I wasn't. I was just making blanket statements. That I was assuming were true. True. Okay, so then the second year we went to Colorado, we had a show booked together, and I booked it so far in advance that. The place actually closed by the time the tour actually was. Yes. <laughs> what was that place? It was a little, like, uh, I want to say wine bar or something like that, or a, a little brewery that was, like, it, didn't, it wasn't huge or Some place I, I, n- I never been to, yeah. Because yeah. I, I only go to the cool spots. So. <laughs> well, you didn't, <clears throat> you didn't keep them open, that's for sure. Nah, I didn't go to that place. Right. <laughs> if you would have went there, hey. you would have been... I want to say it was like 34 Brewing or something. Some like, like, I'll just say all the places I still go to are still open. <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> we, know, we know the X Factor now, <laughs> You are it. Um, so, that, you know, it got, got uh, canceled by the time that we, we actually had the show, and then I couldn't really book anything else in the Denver area uh, before. 34 Brewing? I think that sounds right. Are you still trying to figure out the name? I don't know. It just popped in my yeah, head. Yeah, 34 Brewing Co. We'll, yeah, we'll just keep it. Just be confident. Um, <laughs> anyway, and then, so what happened is we played, where were we? We played up in a place called uh, Grand Lake, I think. Or was it, yeah, because it was, it was Saturday night. We, we went to your place after. That we went, uh, we when we played. Are you talking about when we played together again? No, I'm saying. The or when sec- I came and saw you, the second year that we went there, we oh the laughing goat. Yeah, that was Boulder. That was Boulder. So that was Friday night. That yes, that, that all went down. Okay, so we we played in Boulder. Donnie just doesn't tell anybody. Of course, just shows up. <laughs> and was super excited that he showed up. I, I obviously do wish I would have known because I would have probably pulled you up on stage. But um, I was also very late. Yeah, well, that, <laughs> that's expected. Though. Yeah, I mean, it came it very a surprise. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, that was a real weak turnout that year. I remember the year before was super packed, but that 
Um, so I was very thankful to have you, and then I had Ewar, Sam, mm-hmm. um, and then the, you had brought some... My, my friend Nadine had come along with me. So, I mean, you guys made us look like... We because I mean even, kings yeah four people coffee house kings compared compared to you know the, the 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 rest of the crowd at least we brought a couple right. of people I mean because it wasn't just our show well and they all they also serve serve wine so I got a good share of drinking in and those those two final songs you played <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah yep. so made made it worth the coffee house's time <laughs> yeah. Well, you know it's better than not coming mm. and it was super nice oh so I was super happy to, to see all yeah. Uh, it was, it, it's Sam and Ewar and like them, and t- get caught up with them and like it, what's going on in their lives as well. We, I think I was playing like one of those old tunes that you used to maybe sing on right when you like walked in, yeah, like Misery or something. Yep. And I got goosebumps. I was like, thank God. <laughs> it was like a re- little bit of a relief and a little bit of because you know two people doubled our crew, <laughs> right? <laughs> well, oh, it's like there's actually a funny story about that uh, going back to the Champagne days. Uh, do you remember uh, WEFT? Yeah, left. I, right, yeah. I did so that, like last year, I remember uh, we we had done a, a a show on there for them, and it was it was going really well. We actually like brought a bunch of people who came into the studio with you us. You have to, recordings of this on yes, YouTube. Yes, I've yes, those several times. So um, at, at the, let me tell you about them. <laughs> okay, go for it. I mean, <laughs> so you guys brought a good crowd in. Yes, we had, uh, uh, there was a conga player or djembe. That was uh, Jake Starks was playing the djembe for us. Right, Mandel- really, really good friend. Mandolin, uh, Patrick Heddens, electric guitar, uh, Robbie Holiday. Yeah, that was my. That's him. Yeah, he's he's, he's the man. Physicist. Now I did a or lot something. of shows that he was he played with you guys at. I think at Blue Line. And yeah, stuff. and I was just that kid was just a ball to be around. <laughs> no, he's he's great. Happy, great happy to talk to. to, to talk to. Uh, yeah, he's uh he's doing something with like rockets or fission or physics <laughs> or such something. Yeah. Something that I should get wrong in guessing because it's so far out of my league. But yeah, he still plays guitar and whatnot, but he's doing well. He was always really good at guitar, so maybe that physics translated somehow. (laughs) Just being smart, I think. Yeah, Ty. How's your guitar playing going? Oh, way to knock. Fuck. No F words, Don. Oh, really? This is. It's PG. I have a lot of child children that listen. You don't have a lot of anything that listens to this, Ty. (laughs) Yeah, right. Oh no! My okay. fan base is. Uh, but the the story I wanted to tie in was that after weft. after weft. after the first break, uh, the the guy comes back and he says, uh, "This is you know, the first time this has happened, but uh, they they have doubled the listeners for leading up to this." And then after we play the next set and shut down, he goes, "Technically, what I said was true, but there was one, and then now there was two. <laughs> Well, the max they max out at twenty five. Yeah, like, yeah, it yeah. Wasn't, it wasn't. Uh, but I, I, in in your defense on that, you guys aren't big on like letting people know maybe about. I mean, stuff we're not. As, we're definitely better at it now than we were. Right. Uh, so you probably didn't post it on any social media. No links no, anywhere. No, so, no, no. I mean, it was pretty much a private. I mean, we told show for those word people. of mouth helped a lot. Like yeah, I said, yeah. people came into the studio, right. which is not what radio is for. <laughs> well, it, it's nice though. Because it is after nice. You play a song, you hear people. Yeah, there's a little bit of that instead of just you know like dead like, silence. You've heard like stand ups trying to do a comedy now, where it's like joke. Yeah. <laughs> You <laughs> hope there's laughs, yeah, but you don't know, and you can't really even do it that way. That guy that comes in there, he's like a stand-up, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's, he's pretty <laughs> good. Tell some jokes and stuff, um, but a lot of it's just filling dead air because you, you're tuning and so yeah. To have those people in there is a nice like comfort thing. Also, I remember uh, Ross and I got like we could not. Get our throats to not feel like an arid desert. It right. cotton mouth so bad in that studio, more than almost anywhere else. Uh, but the guys in there were very you know, accommodating, knew what yeah, they were doing. They were super nice. The, they're really the cool. guy, the engineer that just knows everything about everything. And yeah. he probably, if I brought the heroic straight up, he'd be like, oh, I remember that show. Yeah, if we brought knew- you up, he'd be like, nah, get the fuck out of here. But um, there's some inter- interesting like uh, songs in that session too i mean there was a lot of them that like i mean i i feel like did pinner play guitar a little bit too did you say that or? not not for that show but he, but, like I mean, he we have a, played with them enough, or wait who put maybe i'm just thinking of the mandolin player yeah but, patrick Hedens. um but yeah and ross played a little bass here and there yep. i think and then he played a couple acoustics and i tried too. to play bass 
Thank God they were two notes on. <laughs> or a song where like the second note I was playing still fit into with right. the chord he was on. You you got you got at least three. Was not good at bass. Well, <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta put time into it just like anything else. Bass is one of those things that's not like that fun to do by yourself either. True, so you true. It's hard, like for me as a guitar player, it's hard for me to get excited about going in a room and just, if I'm recording something and I need a bass line, like that's a lot of fun because I, you know, can really like, you know, mess around and really come up with like a part. But yeah, you, you at home <laughs> didn't see that, but I just did a little... A bass dance. And I mocked him for and it. And he mocked me immediately after. <laughs> and it, it was funny, but a waste of time. Oh, my nobody, God. This isn't a video podcast. Ooh, but um, it was a good one, guys. Yeah, worth it. Um, any, anyway, so, um, yeah, I, I, I still go back and listen to some of those sometimes. Well, that was when we really got the hang of, like, Rivers and Roads, which Ooh. a lot of people still really like I got like a story it. about Rivers and Roads, and everybody probably has one that knows you guys. We've, but. we've heard our share. My, Please my, do tell. My story is I was at theater. I booked you, you and Ross a show at theater, theater school. school. Theater school, cool. Yeah, it's yeah. All one word. That was um, another I, one. Was a, I was a booking manager over there for a, a couple of years, and um, I booked you guys, and you you sang that song, and I was like literally just floored, and thought you guys wrote it as well. Uh, <laughs> Not only was it an amazing performance, the the lyrics were just brilliant. And it just hit me at like the perfect time, and I was like, I was honestly, I was a little jealous that I did, couldn't write that song. We and just blown away that it sounded so good. We barely remember that night because we had both taken down an entire bottle of cough, cough medicine. We were very sick. Uh, I, we I, were very sick that could, day. Could not tell at all. Yeah, we had we had them next to us, and we were just drinking out with those instead of water bottles. We were so sick <laughs> was that, that day. Was that the show with Nathan Shields? Maybe I like what. What I just tell you about how much I remembered that show, Ty. <laughs> let, me, let me ask you three more follow-up questions about that show. Um, no, I'm pretty sure that was the night that Nathan Shields played because he was in town, and then it was Holy you guys. Cow, yeah, don't and remember then that at all. I opened the show, I, which I that was my like because I was a booking manager. I always kind of weaseled my way sure. into opening a lot of shows over there, but um, it was a busy night and. You guys sounded really good. Nobody, I think, would have guessed that your voices were gone. Solid. But um, I, 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 like, literally was, like, just floored by that song. Like, that part where he says, um, my family lives in, in a different state. state. What, what's the, what's uh, the line before that? Because that's the one that really... Been talking about the way things change. My family lives in a different state. Right. I don't know. There's something about... And the harmony right there. It's, yeah, it's really where, like, the... There's a like, nice volume climax right. there, along the with the, the recording has a nice like. Uh, you have a recording from that, or no? I'm oh. saying like the drums in the studio yeah. recording yeah. of that by the Head and the Heart, um, like they pick up right there. It's not, I mean, the Head and Heart isn't real drum, drum. Uh, no, you know, getting, they're getting to be more and more so now. I just heard like one of the newer some songs. of their yeah. newer stuff. I, I did, didn't dislike it. I thought yeah. that was good. It's, I wish that I dived in a little deeper, but. Uh, speaking of which, your Donnie pretty much made me learn a song on Monday. Yes. Um, which is a song I've liked forever by the Head and the Heart called "Lost in My Mind," and uh, so Donnie is like, "Hey, well, we, we're planning on doing a, a live stream tomorrow with me, Donnie, and Blair." And Donnie's like, "Hey, Ty, you should sing lead on this song that you've never played or <laughs> sang before, and we should just try it on Friday." So I didn't really think I'd be able to do it, but I. I knew it a little bit better because I'd listened to that song so many times because it is a great song. It's a good song. And uh, so I'm pretty excited about it. I think one of the, the last things I said, and then the, our first conversation was like, no, nah, it's not going to happen. Like, oh, do you know it's not going to happen? And just kind of like, you know, the you know, gr growing and up, born and raised Catholic, I know how to be passive aggressive. <laughs> I, I ended the conversation, well, well, I believe in you, Ty. Right. Okay, and then, that was about it. And then I, 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 I guess it, I guess it worked because I, I, I somehow. <laughs> usually the hardest thing is thanks, just, mom, <laughs> teaching me these skills. But usually the hardest thing is just the the lyrics for me. I mean, the melody. I'm, I don't know. I'm never good at any melodies. But um, anyway, uh, you know, I didn't think I'd be able to do it, and I, I was very surprised. And now I'm really excited about doing that tomorrow. So. And that's a you know great band, great song. So and tied into rivers and roads a little bit. Um, so what I was gonna say about that time we came over. To Come your back house, over. 
Colorado. Colorado. Boulder, Colorado. We Don surprised us, and then after he invited us over, which you know was a terrible idea in, in theory. You guys still had more shows to play. Yeah, correct? that was our Friday night. We had Saturday <laughs> in a place that we were would be further from if we went into Denver. Plus, driving in Denver. For somebody who doesn't drive in, right, right, was slightly nervous. It was late. I enough. didn't care about your reasons at all. <laughs> right. I was just, I only cared about was me, right, me, me, me. And you I was me into coming, yep. and Got I it. was. We had a blast, really. I yep. mean, there was a lot of people there that I knew, and um, we ended up playing a lot of music that night. Yes, so we did. We, we so okay, we come over for like half hour to Atlanta State. It's like what three, yeah, four in the morning. Late. So story after that. Um, we were staying in this place called Kitten Ridge, which was in the direction of our show the next night, and um, the the Airbnb that we had chosen, it didn't have a just like very good description. Turns out it was just like a, a trailer this guy owned. No mention of trailer in the Airbnb. <laughs> so, and the it was like this tiny little town, and like it was pitch black. It was three, two, three in the morning because we stayed at your place. Way too late. Yep, yep. And uh, so we, it took us forever. I was wandering around in the dark, worried, like worrying about getting bitten by snakes and these crazy, like we were these mountain drives to get to this place. Yeah, we actually drove by Red Rocks, so I mean it was definitely in the mountains. Oh yeah. And um, late That's at night, there. and then I'm like trying not to like fall down this hill to go check this house to see if it's the right one, and I'm just thinking house the whole time because he didn't say trailer. It took me like. And so I'm messaging this guy at four in the morning, like, um, where is this place? And my, my map isn't taking me to the right place because I'm map quested it, of course. And then we finally found it, and it's his trailer. And it, if he would have just said trailer, I would have. There's a clear trailer park. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I would have driven immediately there. And then to, to put a cap on it, I, my phone, for some reason, didn't change time zones. So the next day, we end up getting it up an hour early. <laughs> and, um, then we needed to. It's better than an hour late. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> maybe. Yeah, it was. It was a bummer. Oh man, we slept two, three hours. Yeah. Maybe. But I was gonna bring it back to that party. That party you had a buddy, um, Justin, Justin DeBerry, a uh, huge, huge fan of this guy. Great, great friend of mine. I was actually just hanging out with him. Uh, the, 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 he was with me the night I, I, got, I got shot the other oh, night. Yeah, yeah. We need to talk about that. <laughs> oh, no, no. Eventually, uh, it happens to people. Um, but no, uh, just I, I, I was really exci excited. That's one of the reasons why I knew it had to happen because when I was still at your show, he was hit me up saying he was in, in town because he lives up uh, in the mountains w with his wife. Uh, what well, he wanted to, you know, hang out this night, and I just was like, okay, you, you had to hear him. Right. He had to hear me. I actually heard you. him once before. Was it on like the radio show we you did guys out did there? A radio show, and I streamed the whole thing because I'm a diehard THC fan. And, Thanks, Ty. <laughs> and uh, he came on there. He did a couple songs. I didn't really get it that much that day, and I, of course, I didn't know him, and I just wanted to hear you guys sing more songs. Right. Than, so I mean. I kind of wrote it, wrote him off a little bit, and then we end up back at your place, and you know I force you guys to put on a private show for me, and uh, he ends up eventually grabbing the guitar and playing this Nash song. Nash feels burning. Yeah, and I don't want to see it put out. I love that song. He's oh such God. a good songwriter. Literally, man. the room went quiet. Yeah, dead silent listening yeah. to this guy play. And just everybody in there was floored and we were like holy shit, who is this guy? I mean, well, he he, he showed me uh, Tyler Childers. Yeah. He yeah. introduced me to him. And I would say that he's along that same vein. Like he, yes, a definitely. Like, definitely. It's a little country, little Americana, little, little outlaw-ish. Right. Sweet outlaw-ish. <laughs> yeah, know? but man, was that guy good. He's really, really, really good. And I he, really hope that he gets some recordings together. Well, well, when, we, when we did that radio show and a couple other times playing, like he kept saying that you know he wanted to book us these shows so we could you know write off uh, our, our our coattails and right, as soon as right. this happened like we're like yeah yes. that is the opposite like we're gonna be writing off of your coattails this whole <laughs> maybe time maybe in ten years yeah you know, like flip flop if he gets some good good content out there yeah yeah people just they would just need to hear him a couple well, times. well then supposedly he's getting some content out there soon he just bought some some recording stuff so he can get get going on it I mean uh, in all honesty the reason you brought him out is the same reason I would always have you guys do our show because 
I was a big fan. It would get me jazzed. Yeah. It would get me jazzed about playing. Yeah. If I, after listening it gets you excited to, when you to listen you to someone like kill that. It, I'd be like, "Ooh, this is a fun night. It's, I'm going to be up there soon. I'm going to and I'll warm up for 20 minutes singing along with you in the yeah. crowd." So Yeah. Well, so uh, uh a couple weeks uh uh, back or a month or so back, uh, him and I did a show at the Laughing Gun Boulder together, and uh, hey, yeah, I saw you guys were doing that. I met, I messaged because I followed them on Facebook, and they were live streaming it one night. Yeah, I heard you do "Sweetness" by um, the lead singer of Young. The yeah, Say yeah. His name well, again? Uh, some year guy here, I think. Oh man, that is such a good song. Uh, I, love, I love doing that one too. So does Ross. So it's got we kind of got to like. Every time I'm playing and he's not there, I gotta play "Sweetness" because right. when we're together, he he, he does it. He takes. And his voice might... Fit. It fits it so much better. I know I don't it. Think, I, don't, I, I just think it's different. Again, I, I, I love Ross's voice. Cor- so. Of course you're going to be more of a fan of, you know, not you. <laughs> no, of course about it. Uh, but no, uh, so I played a show with Justin, and his, his, his wife isn't getting there for another couple songs or something, so he gives me his phone to record it. And it's just the most unusable piece of crap because <laughs> I'm just dancing with the phone yeah, back and forth, singing along. Like. The phone's just getting away, man. I saw right, so you can hear my voice in it better than you can hear right, who I was supposed to be recording. <laughs> it's like I asked, like, how are the how are the recordings? He goes, it's just shit. Down. I'm like, you, didn't do it. <laughs> you ruined it. But I don't know. But that, I'm a fan of I'm a fan yeah, of the guy. Yeah. You know? I mean, if you if you go to a concert and you have your phone out, a lot of times that's what happens. You hear the crowd yeah. more than. Because you're a fan, you're singing along to every lyric. But you know he, being like the level he's at, you know he's probably not. Doesn't happen a lot, I'm guessing. But sure. Anyway, that is crazy, crazy good, talented crazy guy. Crazy talented if, guy. If he has any websites or anything, just type his name into something. I don't know. Yeah, Again, he's not on Facebook. But does he? Have, like, he doesn't I got mean, anything. He did that record that that show with you, the radio. Did they record that or? Oh, I'm sure. Ross has it all somewhere. Right, right. Man. <laughs> I'm not was, good at if this. If he was in this town, I would have I would have him set up. But, oh yeah. Um but anyway, uh so yes, yeah, so check out Justin DeBerry. I don't know if he has any music anywhere, but if you see his name ever, click that link because Oh, as soon as I find it, I'll post it on uh, mine and Ross's page as well as, as Tyler, so anyone can find it. He's and, worth it. Tell you what, and maybe maybe I'll put it on the the comments to this. There you go. I'll put it on YouTube. That'll be good. But yeah, he was great. Um, so you said you've been writing a lot of songs recently. Uh, yeah, trying to anyway, or at least refining ones. Uh, that I mean, I've heard some of the ones that you played on the live streams that you had just wrote before all of this. Right. Are there any new ones beyond that, or is it just those those ones? I don't have a good memory, <laughs> uh, but I think yes. I think I think yes. <laughs> I got gotcha. you. There's uh, and, and like some in some cases, just like uh, uh, more lyrics. Like no no like song structure or anything like that. Yeah, but definitely, yeah. I've, I've written a lot more lyrics. Yeah. And who knows if I'll ever do anything with them? But at least they're there. Yeah. You yeah. know. <laughs> well, you know, it always happens where you're like kind of have a writer's block moment and then you circle back to some of the stuff well, you I, 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 I'm not good I don't get the same like uh, I don't build up as the same amount of steam when I'm typing as when I'm writing Right. I have terrible handwriting so a lot of these you songs I go I can't I, like, I get, spend the time deciphering maybe you know probably written songs because You've misread it, and you're like, "That was better." <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, it's, it's very, very possible. Probably happens all the time. Uh, but yeah, I was actually uh, just showing Justin a song the other night that uh, I had written in sort of a response or inspiration to when he had just started, and it took us like an hour to get through like half a page of lyrics because he's like, "What the hell does this say?" So, do you play with him? Like, do you jam with him a lot? Or yeah, we'll, we'll uh, you know, uh, he seemed to play, know your songs pretty well. As yeah, well. we'll pretty much play like. You know, ping pong back and forth with the right. guitar and you know, because which you, is I think very similar to something we would yeah yeah absolutely for sure or like even when you came over that the the night the first time afterwards it was just like oh here's a new song I'm working on right. here's me too yeah I didn't really play anything that night I uh, I played something for him later like when it was just me and him because he asked me to right right but, um, but I was talking about the when when uh, you and Lo came over to the house I was living at before. After the uh, your oh, mom, yeah. yes, we did the, the back that and forth. Was, then. That was a good night. I mean, for me, the show was almost worse than that part. Like I had more fun at your place after just yeah, I in mean, the room. 
I, I would say this. To, I, the only reason why I enjoyed the show so much, like I said again, was like seeing seeing Rainbolt there right. and Nancy. Oh, and speaking CJ. of people talking or singing too loud while they're at a concert, I set up a camera and try to tape your you, you and so, Ross. We did the same thing. You can't hear shit. You, you hear everybody talking everybody. way more. But John's voice, of course, <laughs> takes the cake for just being just a little over the Good top. Man, I like Daddy Boy. Yeah, it was great. To Where, see was him. was his brother there too? Or no, 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 no. okay. I know that back, but back here, the, uh, his brother and his wife come out to a lot of the stuff. Yeah, yeah, they're always big supporters. Joe, Joe has always been uh, Joe and Brandy have been a huge support for me. It's just pleasures to be around. Yeah, I mean, they're just come good people. On. They're just fun. They elevate every show they yeah, come absolutely. to. Absolutely, every mean, room they come to, I'd say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah learn mean, to be a charmer, Ty. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, literally, like. I'll be playing a show and those two will show up and I'm like, oh, gives you second every, wind. Everything is gonna be all right. Like, <laughs> yeah, tonight's gonna be good no matter what. Absolutely, <laughs> I, I get that. It just, they're just so supportive and like it just, just you can breathe a little bit. Yeah, they've they've seen you. They know that you you're not trying to prove anything to those guys. They're just there to have a good time. They've heard you be good. They've heard you be bad. They're, they're there because of how much they like you too. Like right. so, you know, like they're yeah. There's just a nice happy energy to have. What was I'm just having a flashback to playing at the Elks Club in Pontiac with you. No sound system. You don't have any recollection of this. <laughs> you don't. <sighs> I'm trying to put a time period on it, and I just was it like right after high school, like before I, was, I even left the first time. Maybe it would have been. Did I have like really short hair, and I almost only sung Jason Mraz songs? It sounded right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I think you did a Eddie Vedder tune that was. Yeah, good. yeah. La the last Kiss song. That's those four chords you learn when you first start playing guitar. Right. And yeah. you can do almost anything with those. Yeah. And you're a you were doing that for a long time. Yeah. You just move that capo around. I think. Did you play with us at uh at like uh, the like food hall in at Heartland one time? Yeah, yeah. their eyebrows just raised. Yeah, you yeah. remember that? Flashback. I there was, we go. It was like a songwriter night thing. Yeah, something like. And Jay, Jay Dietrich might have been there. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Yeah. Which, what was that like? Uh, also, speaking of songs we did with Jay, that like looked like a house beauty parlor like thingy about that we we played outside in the back. Mm, looked like a house. I don't know. I, I barely remember it. I, it was some. Something someone worked at this place, and they wanted people playing out back. And yeah, I'm I'm, I'm having a tough time pulling that up. All right, I'm not the only forgetful <laughs> yeah, person. Yeah, yeah. But as it knows, I'm just making stuff up, so I don't seem like I'm the only person that doesn't remember something. <laughs> <laughs> but um, Jay is somebody I always wish that. I oh, want a voice on that kid. Huh. What a voice I mean, on that kid. I just wish that he would. I mean, he sings in church and stuff, but sure. I really wish that you two would have gotten together. You guys, the few times you did get together, it was it seemed was like a you lot guys got along yeah. very well. Yeah, we had you know very. very uh, I don't know if I've ever heard you guys sing together, really. But the speaking of that sweetness song, he used to do that before I've heard it, anybody else do it. Oh, really? I'd so love to hear him do. it. He, like, he yeah. does it. Ross does it, and you do it. I so bet you he'd sound amazing doing it. He sounds amazing doing just about <laughs> anything because. Jesus, the voice on him. Yeah, that was the first time I heard like one of my favorite jokes. Uh, uh, Kevin spun it, uh, saying about Jay. He's like, you know, some some people sing like angels, but uh, angels try to sing like Jay, right? Or yeah. Something like that. Very uh, dad joke. Yeah, that yeah. Classic, Kev. I use it all the time. Don't <laughs> sue me, Kev. <laughs> well, I'm sure he he wrote that out. He yeah, right. He has the copyright. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. The the <laughs> Kev also always tells the story about the first time he met Jay. Uh, we lived in an apartment complex together, so I'm, and I, I had a piano class at Heartland with him. That's how I met him. Day, so this is not related to what the other story I'm saying. Because it's been a cohesive thought this whole time. It doesn't happen. <laughs> it's, it's not going to be if I'm talking. Um, but anyway, so we're in this piano class, and you know I don't know anybody there. It's Heartland, first first year I, I was there. And at the end of the class, Jay, do you know the band The Fray? Yeah. Um, so he just busts into this Frey song, plays it flawlessly, like, on the piano, and sings it, and just everybody in the class is just like, why are you here? Yep. <laughs> I got that impression from him a lot. He's so good. Yeah. Well, and what a delight to be around. He was, yeah. so, it was a lot of fun, that kid. Well, that's what I, that was the story I was going to tell from Kev is, so the first time Kev met him, because I was introducing him, um, Jay runs up to him, he's like... He, he has a stethoscope that he just, like, hands Kevin. And then he is like, 
this is my pocket knife. I just just like the complete like just random <laughs> J stuff that comes up all the time. Which you and him, I I I mean would would get along very very well on that front. I mean he's a little more random, I think, but your energy of being like just laid back and kind of making jokes all the time. But um, I would I would really at some point I don't know if it'll ever happen, but I'd like to hear you guys sing together because I feel like. It, it really be. should. We should make a point to try that. But I anyway, feel like that was the plan at some point. Was is there more to it than just stethoscope and knife? Or that was it. That was it. Okay, yeah. it wasn't a good story. I know, but uh, um, it just—they've uh, all been you know <laughs> knocked out of the park so far. <laughs> um, but. Uh, it, I don't know. It just it just was like the essence of Jay. I yeah, mean, that, that's what I, was I, I to hear say. that. Yeah, it's just like the first time that my bass player ever meets him is just the most random. He just said the most random things. And he just, was that the most was random things. That was uh, just who he was. He just always just random and funny and uh, just uh, just the vocals though. I mean, I so know. so good. But so, do you, uh, I was gonna ask if you guys got anything coming up. I know obviously nobody really has right. anything coming up right now. We but. are uh, we are prepared to strike. We haven't set the you know the invasion date yet, but we're we're ready to to go again. We've had songs that we've been working on separately You're for the live stream. Right? Yes, 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 uh, yes. And that's just on the Heroic Shred Facebook page. Uh, it'll be posted there and on our both of our individual Facebooks. Right, right. Uh, after I'm done with so go and like the Heroic Charade Facebook page if you have not. You know, uh, you should you should have him on next week. Ross is gonna be in town. He's gonna, yeah, go, look at this. Why does nobody tell me things? Because at least you did. I, yeah. I, props to you. You told me a long time in April that you were gonna be in town, and I had a show set up that we were gonna play together. Yep. And that did obviously not pan out, but nope. <laughs> um, but anyway, so. Uh, yeah, I was I was kind of I was happy that you hit me up, gave me a little bit of notice, didn't just randomly show up, and uh, yeah. but I'm disappointed that Ross is gonna pull a Donnie. I know. Well, you know, we've we switched a lot <laughs> of roles. Switched roles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that'd be great. I would I would really like to have him. On and just see, like you know, you you'll have a whole series of of all the guys that were mentioned in that like high school right, era of right. hanging out. So yeah, we Big got Big D. D. Um, you, Donnie, and Ross coming Ross. up. I, I plan to have Blair on, and I plan to have Kev on, and probably Dave and Lowe, and and then you'll be able to buy those separate <laughs> sections in the box set. You get five shows over sixteen DVDs <laughs> and nineteen payments <laughs> in nineteen ninety five. Yeah, just pay on me in advance before it comes in out. Advance. Yes, absolutely. Oh my god, that'll be so funny. But, um, yeah, so that, that'd that be really cool and something to look forward for next weekend. But, you know, I ask you about shows you have coming up. We're going to be doing maybe one tomorrow. We're going to yes. be doing a live. I'm probably put it on the Dun & Put Architects page and share it on my personal. And then you're, maybe you'll have you share it too. And Blair's supposed to come. So we don't have any idea what we're going to do. We have guitars sitting over there. We're going to try to figure that out after this. <laughs> um, but oh, yeah, we should probably get, get to that we, at some point right, in time. Is it? Oh, right. <laughs> Um, we're definitely planning on doing Lost in My Mind. I know that, but that's yes. all that's on the docket, and we're going to try to put together 10 songs. I want, I want to run back up uh, Misery and Gloria That'd be just awesome. to refresh those in my head, too. I wouldn't mind trying Durand. Grand, Durand's. Durand's, Grand's. You know, we're going to look at it. It's going to be pronounced Durand's, and I've been pronouncing it wrong. I don't know. I, it's mm. tough to say. But um, So we're, we're just going to wing it tomorrow, see what happens. I mean, we've all played together at different times, so... Uh, I mean, Blair's played guitar with the, uh, with your couple of your songs at some point, I'm sure. Right? Yeah, and I think in both those times it was like right, like right before the song. Right. Hey, Blair, want to try this? And he's like, yeah, sure. And probably just did fine. Yeah, like that, that's classic Blair. And we're gonna be doing a stream on my Facebook, and potentially I'm trying to get you to come and do a show. I just picked up at the Kankakee Farmers Market. Right on Saturday, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, just gotta ask. I will say that we'd have to leave very, very early because it's nine thirty. Near chance, let's try. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just wanna, I, I wanna know where you're actually like. I wanna give you a, the expectation. I yeah. don't wanna you to be all excited and be like, "Well, we have to leave at six thirty and you be like, mm, "See ya." Yeah, not gonna excited about a show and maybe getting some money and then get. I'll just you know dampen it completely but anyway so we're gonna get we're gonna get going on some practice i'm right. a, i'm amazed oh, <laughs> i'm gesturing very widely and donnie decided to give me a high five because i was being ridiculous um 
But I was going to say, uh, I'm very happy that I didn't bring up the Lord of the Rings one, oh my God. one time, and you did a very nice job of you know, holding off. Still but, doing a nice job holding off after you bring it up. And I know. You don't want me to talk but, about the greatest thing ever wait, made. Right. So after you see how easy it is to do a podcast, how bad do you want to do a Lord of the Rings podcast? I mean, I don't want to limit it to Lord of the Rings. There's, you know, 6,000 years of history that only Lord of the Rings covers the third age of men. So would love to. Yeah, I don't. I don't think uh, my iPad has enough memory. For it does it not. If we, if we for me, it. nor the brilliant mind of Tolkien. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna get to practicing. We appreciate everybody who took the time to listen, and uh, you can check out uh, the heroic charade on, like I said, their Facebook earlier. Or reach up. out to Ross, <laughs> or SoundCloud. SoundCloud, yes, SoundCloud. yes. SoundCloud. I, I have I new stream, things on SoundCloud. Stream your stuff there quite a bit. And as always, you can check out the Unimport Architects on Pandora, Spotify, iTunes, Apple Music, or the UnimportArchitects.com, YouTube. And, you know, on YouTube, you can uh, stream this podcast and you can um, stream our music as well. And you can come back. Hopefully, thanks for listening. I really appreciate you. Have a good rest of your week. Bye.